Radio. You left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee. Oh, the theme song. Yes, they're coming to take me away here on the Toxic Wise Ash Show. I'm your host. Mark Chaplin here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, the best place for you, all your talk radio, whether it be politics, fun, laughter, music. Well, yeah, we have music channels, too, but our talk stations are great. We have male, female, and I'm not quite sure, maybe even some aliens doing shows, so we have a little bit of everything and a little bit of everybody here on the, the um, Renegade Talk Radio system show company here from Las Vegas. Of course, I do my show from the great northeast, New England, Maine, uh, right next to the Canadian border. How's it going? It's cold. Eh? Well, Halloween is over and we got a little bit of snow, but I looked at the long, long-range forecast for November, which we got uh, Thanksgiving coming up, and it uh, doesn't look too bad. Of course, things can change. I see some days in the 40s, and I don't see any big major snowstorms, but those can creep up on you but you know out west I mean uh, before Halloween a lot of uh, Wyoming and and Utah and Colorado they got blasted in Minnesota they got blasted with snow I mean like four feet so really can't complain uh, although I'm probably going to but uh, again Halloween was fun uh, we played basketball I did uh, usually I go to a party or something dress up like Frankenstein or escape mental patient but uh, this uh, Thursday, this uh, Halloween Thursday, we just happened to be basketball night, which uh, Thursday nights, uh, I think it was several years ago that I remember going out. It was really rainy, rainy. I was talking like oh, my fun, gracious. Uh, it was really rainy and dark and gloomy, but it was warm. It was like 63, 64 degrees. So, uh, you know, not, uh, not too bad. And... Uh, so, anyways, yeah, we played basketball that night, and we had a good time. We had, uh, a lot of the guys had their, you know, their kids had to take out trick-or-treating or grandkids or whatever. And uh, we had enough. We had, like, I think 10 or 11. Not sure, but we had enough. And uh, last week, uh, we had uh, 15, so we had enough for three teams. So my foot was ailing me. I had... Uh, um, not really Achilles problem, but that plantar fasciitis, which is, oh my god, it's terrible. I had it for like two to three weeks, and I, I babied it, I soaked my foot, I put pain patches on, and I didn't overdo it with the over-the-counter pain pills, just uh, Tylenol. And I uh, finally got back, uh, wearing a lot of cushions in my feet, I'm about seven feet tall with all the cushions in my feet, um, the, uh, you know, insoles, and uh, Dr. Scholl's, whatever. Sometimes Equate. Sometimes I find the Equate uh, products do just as well, and sometimes I find that they do not. Uh, sometimes they're better. Like, um, <clears throat> well, I'll get in. That's a whole other show. But we do, uh, we have Thanksgiving out coming up, so we can talk about food. And I'll say that the uh, Equate bacon is better than the Oscar Mayer bacon. Like you get at Shop and Save, or uh, it's just a store brand. Uh, I found you get more of it like four, five, six strips more. It costs less, and the bacon is actually better, tastes better, and it's, it's more heartier. There's more to it. So there's one example. 
Not always. Uh, it's supposed to be the exact same thing if it's going to be Equate, especially medicine-wise. Like I get Equate Tylenol, and they work just as good as the uh, $8 bottle regular Tylenol, the two bottle, $2 bottles. But uh, we do have Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, all the monsters have left, and now uh, it's a cross between uh, there's still a few pumpkins out there and Halloween decorations and now you see I've actually seen a few houses with both they kept the Halloween decorations and uh, now the Christmas decorations are coming up so you have both I want to talk about a movie I know we don't usually do that to um, uh, a different sector but sometimes if I see something I I want to talk about uh, Zombieland 2 was really good with Woody Harrelson and he was actually in another great movie Midway uh, about the battle. You know me, I'm, I'm a history lover, a history buff. I love history. I taught English and history for over 20 years in schools and uh, always loved history. And so, um, uh, yeah, it was really good. Takes us right from before Pearl Harbor to just about the end of the war. And it's all based on true people, true characters of World War II. And I think it's 71 or 72 with the uh, Charlton Heston, they made a Midway movie that was loaded with a lot of stars, Henry Fonda and all that. I think it was 70 or 71, I'm not sure. And that was a pretty good movie. But the, with the way they can do special effects and the budgets they have now, I mean, as, as same with the original Pearl Harbor movie they made about 10 years ago. Um, with that, uh, you compare that with Tora, 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 which I think was made in 70 or 71, also about Pearl Harbor. Compare those movies to the ones they make now and it's uh, it's unreal I mean you feel like you're right there sometimes it feels a little video game-ish when they overdo it with the fighting and the bullets but uh, it certainly gives you a pretty good idea of uh, you know what it was like although you'll really never know unless you're there same with like Saving Private Ryan on D-Day on the beach with the uh, terrible onslaught and uh, we had Veterans Day and saluted all the veterans, and uh, I had a lot in my family. I actually tried to join when I got out of college in 80. I couldn't find a teaching job. Uh, unemployment rate in the country was like 13 or 14 percent, and then here in New England it was about 18 percent, 17 percent. And so I, I uh, wanted to go into officer's candidate school, and I tried the Navy and the Army, and my foot had uh, bone chips in it, so when I took the physical, the x-ray showed bone chips, so I couldn't get in. And uh, this was just after the Iran scare, the hostages, and uh, the uh, officer in charge told me that if the, uh, if the, if it looked like we were going to mo maybe go to war with Iran, they would have taken me, even with the bone chips in my foot. But uh, it didn't happen, the, the hostages were released, and uh, because Ronald Randall Reagan came into office and you don't release those hostages. Hey, there's going to be trouble. And, uh, well, uh, well, they released them. And uh, I did find a teaching job back in my old school and coaching. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history. But anyways, uh, Midway's an excellent movie. Um, so if you have a chance to see it. And same with Zombieland 2. And both have Woody Harrelson on them. He's... Uh, making a lot of movies. But this, again, is the Toxic Wise I show here on Renegade Talk Radio, so we'll have more movies to talk about uh, as the show goes on and other things. The uh, the Trump, uh, Donald J. Trump um, impeachment process is I'm not quite sure what's going on.
And as much as I really, I hate news and I hate political arguing, especially on Facebook and social media, because you know my feelings. I really don't care for politicians anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen. It's kind of 50-50. It sounds like they don't have enough to impeach him. I mean, if they didn't kick Slick Willie out for molesting a teenage uh, intern, I did it too. Uh, I, I, I did it. I was guilty. I should have been voted, <laughs> but I wasn't. And if they didn't kick old Slick Willie out, Bubba, and uh, then they're probably not going to kick uh, Trump out. But you never know. I just think sometimes um, Trump can be really reckless. Like Richard Nixon. Oh, I cheated, and uh, I didn't have to. Yeah, he won by a landslide, and then Watergate, Watergate situation came back to to haunt him. And uh, he had to resign before impeachment, which he probably would have gotten booted out. But, uh, again, that is uh, history. But uh, I'm not quite sure what's going to happen with uh, Donald J. Trump. I tell you. I got a lot, a lot of problems, but I'm not getting impeached, bitches. Well, maybe he won't. I don't know. We'll see. But again, this is the Toxic Wise Show here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada, USA, the world. In sporting news, okay, we know the Red Sox uh, didn't even make the playoffs, and I was glad the Nationals won. Uh, getting tired of seeing Houston win, Yankees win, and Really, I mean, the Red Sox have won it a few times in the last several years. I mean, I would have wanted them to win it again, but as long as the Yankees didn't win. Sorry, Yankees fans. I'd rather see a team from Iran win than the Yankees. I just hate that team. I hate most all New York teams. I love New York people. I love New York City and New York restaurants and comedy clubs and all that theater and the atmosphere. Uh, but I do not like their sports teams. And they don't like us, which, is, which should be the way. When I see people, you know, how I hate Tom Brady, I hate the page. I, I understand it because I hate, I hate the Lakers, I hate the Knicks, I hate the, um, you know, the Yankees. But uh, I actually feel sorry for the Knicks. Man, they suck. Who the hell did they beat? They beat Dallas. How did he beat Dallas? And they're like two and eight. And then my friend <coughs> Dave, Doc Dave who, uh, Jurgensen, who was coach of the uh, Sacramento Kings, they let him go, and they replaced him with uh, Walton. And I like Walton, Coach Walton. And, uh, but I think he's not doing any better. They're like 2-8. and eight. They're not going to the playoffs. Are they going to fire him, Luke Walton? And just, you know, good Good players make good coaches, and that's being proven by the Golden State Warriors. What are they, one and nine? They're going to be in the lottery. <coughs> even, even the, you know, Clay Thompson's not coming back this year. And even with him and a healthy staff, it would have been, you know, eighth place, seventh place. They'd struggle to get seventh or eighth place. But they got a few injuries. Staff is hurt, and, and Clay Thompson's not coming back this year. They might as well just tank. But it just goes to show you, okay, Steve Kerr's a great coach. Sure he is. Give me KD and Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, and I'll, I'll win 60, 70 games. Sure. I'll, I'll win the championships. Draymond Green, you know, the super bench they had. Sure. I'll win it. I'll win games. I mean, coaching is overrated. My cousin Rob, who coached Holton Boys here, uh, 
to a state championship undefeated. He, and, and he's humble because he knows it. Nobody wins without talent. Nobody. I mean, you might win a few games, but you don't get to the finals. You don't win championships without some talent. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you think that you can or you do, then you don't know anything about sports. You may know about carpentry. You may know about aerospace dynamics. You may know about trigonometry and algebra. You may know medicine. You may know a lot of things, but you don't know sports. Because no team wins without some talent, especially against competition. I got a lot more to talk about as the basketball year goes on. The Celtics are doing good. They lost their first game and won eight in a row. They looked horrible that first game, but they've they've looked good ever since. Uh, uh, they uh, they've been playing together well, moving the ball, no arguing, no fighting, no mood swings with Kyrie Irving. Gordon Hayward is out for a while, broke his left wrist, I believe, but that's nothing serious. It's not a shooting hand, and uh, they'll put a cast on it for a couple of weeks, and then he can play with like a a rubber cast on it to protect it. So he'll be able to play a couple, three weeks. But they've been looking good even without him, and they look really good with him. I still say they're missing a big guy when they need to dump it down in for a couple points, but, man, they got a lot of scoring punches. They did look bad against the Sixers. Patriots have lost their first game. They got they got trounced, really, at Baltimore. They never play well at Baltimore. Never. And when they come out of there with a win, it's always kind of a miracle. Because they just don't, even when they lose to Miami, Miami sucks, which they won't lose to them this year. But Miami's had teams like 6-10 and 10 and beaten the Patriots. They just don't play well in Miami. They don't play well in um, Baltimore, and they don't play well in Pittsburgh. But home, ooh, they're going to be tough. And they got a bye week, uh, and then they come back with the Philadelphia Eagles who are struggling. Dallas Cowboys have been struggling. They look like they were going to be in the Super Bowl. Now they look like they, maybe they won't make the playoffs because the NFC is tough. The NFC is tough. You've got, uh, you've got uh, you know, uh, Drew Brees, New Orleans. You've got San Francisco. You've got the Eagles. You've got Dallas. You've got, uh, oh, man, there's, there's like seven, eight good teams there. Uh, San Francisco is still kind of undefeated, I think. They're playing uh, currently as I'm speaking. So they were, were 8-0. But the NFC is going to be tough. Got Green Bay. Got a bunch of teams that are right on the bubble. But the t the tough, you know, tough, is, tough conference this year is definitely NFC. I wouldn't want to be there because they, that's going to be tough to get out of going to be tough to even make the playoffs in that in that uh, conference. You might win 10 games and not make the playoffs. So, anyways, uh, that's our look at sports. Uh, Boston Bruins have been doing good. I'm not really a hockey guy. I could never skate. But uh, they're, they're looking good. But they always look good in the, in the regular season. And they really blew it last year when they pooped their pants at home against St. Louis. I did see that. But uh, uh, college basketball started up. My Yamamata UMFK, you mean Fort Cat Bengals, uh, are three and zero as I speak. They've beaten Hassan, St. Thomas, and uh, some other team. Oh yeah, you mean Machias. So uh, they're looking good. The uh, Division One University of Maine 
flagship uh, campus, UMaine Orno. They're one and one. They they beat Merrimack, and uh, by 20, then they lose to Harvard by 20. So, looks like it could be a long year for UMaine men again. Last year they were 25 and 27. I think the year before that they were four and 28. They haven't had a double win season, and oh my God, I don't know. It's been a long time. But they're they're you, they're playing with foreign players, and my gripe is if you're gonna sock sock with guys from Maine, or New England, or USA. If you're going to go over to Croatia and Yugoslavia and get these guys that are that are supposed to be good, but you get them here and they suck. I mean, if you're going to suck, suck with guys from Maine, from New England, from the USA. Nothing against foreign players because a lot of them are very good. But they don't seem to be fitting the bill. They don't seem to be doing the job, at least not yet. We'll have to talk about that more as, like I say, my favorite season, basketball is on Celtics and college and of course playing myself um, in our our league and uh, I, I thought I was not going to be able to play this year because my foot and my knee were aching and plantar fasciitis but I had shots cortisone shots from the doctor Jared Rosignol thank you and his uncle was a great player you mean Matt Rosignol all time, one of the all-time leading scorers there in the top ten, six foot one or two, and could jump out of the gym, could shoot. Really good player, great player. And then uh, my foot got better, so I played last week. I played pretty well. The week before, so-so, you know, had a hard time moving. But last week I played pretty good. We had a team. We you know we won and uh, had a winning record. <coughs> and so hopefully I'll be uh, on the men and coming back and like I say every year I wonder because you know I'm getting a little older there if I'm going to be able to play and I, I don't jog I don't play golf I do swim but uh, swimming is hard because it's you go to the pool it's cold when you come in it's cold when you come out even though you can change and stuff but uh, uh, I do I, I do like swimming swimming and basketball so basketball season's underway for both me as a fan the Celtics college season, high school, the Holton boys here will be opening up and the teams around the area will be having uh, tryouts within a week or so and then the season will start the 1st of December, like December 8th or 9th for high school. Already started for all the colleges pretty much, Division 1, 2, and 3. And of course the Celtics are 8 and 1 and everybody's looking at the Lakers and uh, Clippers. The Clippers they're, they're good, but Kawhi sits out like every fifth game. A lot of people complaining, but we'll have to see if it pays off. So let's uh, look at sports here on the Toxic Wise S Show. Like I say, we got more coming up, uh, movie talk and some uh, interviews and this and that here on the Toxic Wise S Show. Happy Thanksgiving. Back to a bit of sports beat here. Uh, the Celtics are going to be without Gordon Hayward till probably Christmas time. Fractured left hand. Like I said, not his shooting hand, but uh, his off hand. So he should be back. And um, I think they can put like a soft cast around it so he can actually play while it's, you know, it's going to be healed, of course. But uh, he, uh, he can play with a protective. I think they put like a rubber cast around it. They have a lot of great things. I wear a lot of those myself when I play hoops, so I know all about it. Well, we've got much more coming up here on the Toxic Wise Show on Renegade Rock Talk Radio from Las Vegas, Nevada, USA, here on the Internet and all over 
AM, FM, <laughs> wherever, the world, Mars, we're, we're everywhere. So uh, thanks for tuning in here. I'm Mark Chaplin, your host, and thanks for listening. We hope we bring you some info, you maybe some fake news, and <laughs> some real news, and a few laughs. Charlie Brown, oh Charlie Brown. I can't believe it. She must think I'm the most stupid person alive. Come on, Charlie Brown. I'll hold the ball and you kick it. Hold it? Ha! You'll pull it away and I'll land flat on my back and kill myself. But Charlie Brown, it's Thanksgiving. What's that got to do with anything? Well, one of the greatest traditions we have is the Thanksgiving Day football game. And the biggest, most important tradition of all is the kicking off of the football. Is that right? Absolutely. Come on, Charlie Brown. It's a big honor for you. Well, if it's that important, a person should never turn down a big honor. Maybe I should do it. Besides, she wouldn't try to trick me on a traditional holiday. It's time I'm gonna kick that football clear to the moon! Isn't it peculiar, Charlie Brown? how some traditions just slowly fade away. <laughs> Poor old Charlie Brown. Yeah, Thanksgiving. Good old Charlie Brown. We've, we've gone through the Charlie Brown um, Halloween Great Pumpkin, but now it's time for uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. <clears throat> well, I'll eat uh, four or five plates of turkey and ham and oh, whatever else is out there. Sweet yams, rolls, whatever. Uh, can't overdo it. Remember when you were a kid, you could eat like that? Can't do that anymore. Well, you can, but you shouldn't. <laughs> Hello, this is Kim Jong-un wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Except for Donald Trump, bastard. Just kidding. Happy Thanksgiving, Donald. Oh, I can't wait to get into that turkey. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, the Knicks aren't doing very good this year. Oh, well. And that was a Thanksgiving welcome from Kim Jong-un. One of many that we'll have here on our Thanksgiving show special. Thanks for listening. Hello, wherever you are in this world, whether it's uh, USA or England, uh, Germany, South Africa, the moon. Um, this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. I was listening to uh, uh, a friend of mine, uh, well, uh, uh, John uh, Melendez, who used to be uh, with Howard Stern and Baba Bowie and all that crew from the 70s, 80s, and right up till now. I think they're on Sirius, but it's a whole different crew. It's not the same ones, except for Baba Bowie, Gary. And uh, they had a lot of turmoil on that show, according to John, and a lot of uh, a lot of um, jealousy, a lot of the Green Monster, 
a lot of infighting, a lot of uh, <laughs> just not very good. I mean, it, when you listen to the show over the years, you think, oh, it's everything's, they all get along, they're having a great time, it's like a party. But really, uh, there was a lot of infighting and a lot of jealousy. And uh, a lot of people consider Howard Stern like a bully and mean. And, you know, some people said that about Johnny Carson. Oh, Johnny Carson. But um, I don't know. But uh, listen to, if you want to listen to it, it's on uh, YouTube. Uh, just go to YouTube. John Melendez talks about uh, Howard Stern. And he has a podcast and he interviews other people that used to be either with the show, on the show, or directors or producers. And um, it was pretty interesting. I always thought, oh, man, what a happy bunch got fun to work together and having a good time making good money and uh, you know as I always said it must have been fun to do shows like Andy Griffith and the Three Stooges although the Three Stooges got hurt a lot they had some accidents because you know a lot of pratfalls Jerry Lewis used to talk about his pratfalls he hurt his back really bad to the point in the 70s where uh, late 60s and 70s he had to take a like a hundred pain pills a day and it really it really like uh, gummed up his head gummed up his mind and he probably made some movies and decisions that he otherwise wouldn't have made if he was because you know when you're high on those pain pills and I've been on them before uh, they can really cloud your thoughts and your memories and sometimes something you think is going to be a hit or funny and then when you you know <laughs> With a straight mind, you think, eh, that's not a good idea. That's not funny. Or sometimes it is. I don't know. But anyways, um, I was really surprised to... I knew I knew there was some turmoil with the Howard Stern show, but I had no idea just uh, how much. And they're all writing books, and they're writing books about their experiences and their experiences with each other. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of nasty. Hey, on the next show, I'm going to talk about a young man named James Graham from Brewer, Maine, who is an author, a writer, uh, trying to be the next Stephen King, and you know that's a good always a good idea. And he's going to open his own publishing company, the Four Horsemen Publishing Company. And so we're going to try to help him out here by talking about his new company and his books himself. He's written several, along with my cousin who owns a publishing company, Shauna Galvin Rand from um, New Gloucester, Maine. Um, she real, uh, writes about uh, horror, sci-fi, and has her own small publishing company where New England writers <coughs> write uh, stories and short stories and so forth. But I'll definitely have more on that uh, later on. But anyways... Uh, talking about some movies, if you haven't had this chance to see the uh, the movie uh, Jojo Rabbit, oh, it's it was, it's a it's it gets a, an A, it gets uh, five stars because it is just funny as uh, as hell. It's a it's a knockoff, a takeoff on uh, World War Two Germany and Hitler fascination, and which you know, of course, I love history. And so it's really funny, and it's it's pertinent, and it has a message to it. And when you see it, you'll know what it is. So Jojo Rabbit, go see it. Um, there have been some weird movies. Like uh, there was a movie called Official Secrets, and I didn't care for it. I gave it a, a C. 
slow, boring, can't understand what's going on. Um, eh, I'm saying uh, a lot. There was the uh, aeronauts. Um, that was good. That's a boat. That's a true story about balloonists from the late 1800s. You'll have to see that. I give that a B. Midway, again, really, um, really a great movie. Um, they made the Midway movie, I think it's 70 or 71. I talked about this before. I give that an A. Uh, really good acting in it. Um, I'm saying, mm, well, God, i got to stop doing that. Playing with Fire was uh, really a kid's movie. I give it a C plus. Kind of predictable and slow and kind of tedious and predictable. Like, I guess, most kids' movies. The Good Liar, um, that was good. I give that a, a B. A kind of Hitchcock-ish, like a Hitchcock movie with Ian McKellar. And I can't remember the name of the lady, older lady. It was an older couple in the movie, and it's... It kind of has some pause for thought because you're wondering, you know, every movie, even though it's a movie, you're supposed to have uh, continuity and a theme, and it kind of gets a little odd, but it's it's worth watching. Definitely give it a B. The new Charlie's Angels movie, eh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to give it a C. Uh, predictable and kind of corny and not very exciting. The uh, Ford versus Ferrari movie was great. That gets an A plus. I don't give you, you don't get many of those, but uh, this one's getting it. It's really t based on a true story, of course, about um, the racing in the '60s. And I love, uh, I love you know period time period movies, historic movies, especially uh, you know bio movies. And was very uh, very good. And again, it gets an A to an A plus. Worth watching. Brittany runs a marathon. Uh, gets a C minus. Somebody was high when they wrote that. I don't get it. I wouldn't bother watching it. Um, also, there is um, the movie. I'm trying to find it here. Sorry, sorry, folks. Uh, watch. Where did you go, Bernadette? With uh, a bunch of people, Kate Blanchett and. Um, no, not not very good. Very boring and tedious and odd. I mean, I give it a C if you have a chance to watch it like on Netflix, but I would definitely not go to the theater to watch it and I probably wouldn't even get it at Redbox. But if you have a chance to watch it online for 2 or 3 dollars, then I would do that for sure. Because it's uh then there's a movie called, oh, you know, it was okay, but it was kind of Again, kind of predictable and, and boring. And a lot of the scenes were overdone. Movie, The Goldfinch. That was another odd movie. I'm going to give it a C plus, but it was long and tedious and it kept going back and forth from the future to the past. And I, and if a movie does that, it's going to be really, really good. Otherwise, it's going to throw you off your game. It's going to throw the entertainment value off on it, as far as I'm concerned. Again, worth a watch probably <coughs> on Netflix, but I would not probably go to the theater to see it. That's uh, that's our look at movies. Nothing really new much in television. Uh, all the shows that come on don't seem to very last very long. And I have to last be because we get like 150 channels on our cable system. 
and it's Spectrum, which I call Rectum. They're like the worst cable company in the world. They always say, no hidden charges. No, folks, they're not hidden. You'll see them. They, they go up every month, and the service goes down. You'll be watching, like, the Celtics basketball game, and one second left to go, and they're taking the ball, and he's going to take a shot, and it cuts off. It reboots itself. Oh, if I had those people by the neck, I'd strangle them. Speaking of the Celtics, uh, they're doing okay. Uh, Gordon Hayward's still out. I think he'll be probably back around Christmas time. I'm not sure who the Celtics are playing at Christmas. Lakers are doing well, and LeBron's looking like an MVP. But LeBron may be like a sporty car that's from the 60s or 70s, an older car that you fix up and you say, hey, it's running really good, until it isn't. And Anthony Davis has been out a few games with ribs and this and that. I'm looking for either one of them or maybe both of them to probably... It's a long season. I mean, we're only, you know, 12, 13, 14 games in. And uh, he is playing well. LeBron's playing well and Anthony Davis and the team is playing well. But I'm I'm thinking, will they, what will they look like in, you know, March? What will they look like at the All-Star break? LeBron's going 150 miles an hour, and he's going to be 35. And I don't care. 35 is 35. It's a good age. I remember playing pretty well when I was 35, but I wasn't playing 150 games a year in the NBA. I was playing once or twice a week in a rec league or up at the park, and that's a big difference in you know, half court. And so we'll have to see. Uh, I'm not a big LeBron fan. I think he's a hypocrite. He didn't want anybody. He wants free speech in America, but when the people from Hong Kong wanted it, he didn't because the NBA would lose money, which means he would lose money with the sneaker deals and this and that. So you notice the NBA hasn't said much about uh, the Hong Kong riots lately because every time they did, uh, the Chinese government would shut down NBA games and uh, coverage and projects and this and that. So they're being really, they're walking really on a tightrope there. The uh, Bruins are doing well. I'm not a big hockey guy. I could never really skate, but I know they're doing well. And I do watch them. <coughs> uh, New England is uh, doing okay. The Patriots. I Antonio Brown, I think, wants to come back. He wrote uh, an email or Instagram saying he was apologizing to the team and to Robert Kraft for things he had said. I think they're really going to miss him. I mean, the New England defense and most all coaches tell you that you win championships with defense and you can always count on your defense offense you never know where the ball is going to go sometimes and in conditions like mud and snow and rain and wind uh, anything can happen uh, their defenses look good other than that Baltimore game so we'll have to see but um, they got some guys that have been hurt and uh, Mohamed Sanu I think coming back he missed part of that game so uh, Gronk is not coming back. That was just a big uh, joke, a tease. And he we had an announcement to make, but it was about his Super Bowl party he's going to have. I'm kind of sick of the Gronk thing. Gronk, go away. Go, you know, go to Malibu. Go to Hawaii, whatever, and just chill out and quit, uh, you know, <laughs> quit teasing us. So um, I don't know who else the Patriots can pick up. Uh, there's a deadline soon. I think it's the, uh, it may have already passed. It's the end of November sometime where 
you can't pick up any more players. I don't think you can't sign any more. Although that wouldn't make any sense because you'd have to have guys in case they get hurt. I'm not sure the rules on that. If you can pick up guys on way. The trade deadline's gone way past. But uh, I'm not sure about picking guys up off waivers or guys that have been cut or kicked off or whatever. But uh, I, I'm not sure. I don't. I think Antonio Brown wants to go. If it, watch, he'll go to another team and he'll come back to bite him. They'll probably play against him. And Antonio Brown will go off for like three touchdowns or something. But the Patriots, their offense has been very, very sluggish. You can't throw the ball to Edelman every time. They're just going to put a couple guys on him. So they got to find some other uh, ways. And they were missing some guys. So hopefully they get them back. And this is the Toxic Wise Show here on Renegade Talk Radio. And I want to thank you all for tuning in. And the impeachment uh, investigation or... Whatever you want to call it, it's not the actual impeachment itself, but uh, impeachment probe, whatever you want to call it, is going on, and it's uh, on TV, and it is freaking boring. It is really boring. Of course, you know me, I don't like politicians anyway. They're never going to get me out of the office. It's never going to happen, bitches. Yeah, probably not. Because even the uh, really liberal people and liberal like CNN and then some of the other ones, ABC, they admit, <coughs> and they should admit, that to get Trump out, they have to have all the Republicans, or some, a lot of the Republicans would have to break off. And that's not likely to happen. Not likely. So, it's probably a big waste of time. It may backfire against the Democrats. And if Bloomberg runs, he... If he uh, if he runs as an independent, he's gonna really he's gonna kill the Democrats because people that vote for Bernie will only vote for Bernie, and then you'll have Biden and you'll have Bloomberg and you have probably somebody from the Green Party. They're gonna splinter all their support, all their votes, and the Republicans will probably be united, and they'll get a lot of the independents and the undecided and some of the more conservative Democrats, if there's such a thing, I guess. Like they did last time. It may be just a repeat. But I don't know why uh, Trump would even <coughs> entertain the thought of having to cheat to beat uh, the Democratic field. They are, they are terrible. You got uh, Pocahontas and Biden, who is an idiot. He's just a, I don't care if you're a Democrat or an independent or you're from outer space or Mars. He's an idiot. And how he got where he's at, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, he might be a nice person, kind of guy you want to have a beer with, or do you want him running your company? I mean, for eight years as vice president, he didn't even say anything. And there's probably a reason why. He's a terrible speaker. I heard his, like, his uh, managers, campaign people, don't even want him talking very much. Because the more he talks, what do they say? Uh, you leave doubt if you're an idiot until you open your mouth and speak. Well, he's an idiot. And I don't know why Trump feels the need to have to cheat to beat him. Richard Nixon disease. So anyways, um, I don't think anything's going to happen. And uh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting campaign, to say the least. And we'll be talking about it here on our Thanksgiving Day special show. Hope you're having a great feast. I plan to eat several plates of everything I can find. No, I can't do that anymore. 
Not 18 anymore. Oh, not even 28 anymore. Not even 38 anymore. Do we need to go on? No, we don't. So, hope you're having a great Thanksgiving. And uh, I remember Thanksgiving in college. We played uh, a Thanksgiving tournament. Then I came home for Thanksgiving dinner to see all my pals. And um, it was always fun. Always fun. And Christmas will be coming up. And we're going to have fun with our Christmas show special. And uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> Black Friday started July 5th, right after the 4th of July. I mean, it's ridiculous. Black Friday used to start actually on Black Friday, but now it starts, uh, you know, during Halloween, really. They start talking about it, so I guess, you know, every store has sales on, online. And I heard the malls are busy again, so that's a good sign. I like to see that, some of the malls around New England, Bangor, so Portland, the main mall. So it's good to see that. Hey, this is Dick Cheney saying Happy Thanksgiving from the Toxic Pieside Show. <laughs> I got my turkey. <laughs> I wish I didn't shoot anybody. <laughs> oh, that was uh, Dick Cheney wishing everybody a happy Thanksgiving here on the Toxic Pieside Show. Here on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. USA, and I do my show from the great northeast Maine, uh, right on the Canadian border, and the good old USA. You ran away and, I and that's the end of our show, our Thanksgiving show. I suppose I should have had some Thanksgiving turkey music. Um, I did play some Charlie Brown music. I know good old Charlie Brown and his pals from Peanuts. Penis. I mean peanuts. <laughs> well, you know, maybe both. I don't know. But anyway, that's the end of our show. I'm Mark Chaplin. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you on the next show. Hope we made you laugh a little bit. And um, we'll see you on the next show. Thanks you, uh, for tuning in. You thought it was a joke and so you laughed. You laughed when I had said that losing you would make me flip my lid. Right? You know you laughed. I heard you laugh. You laughed, you laughed, and laughed, and then you left. But now you know I'm utterly mad. And they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the happy home with trees and flowers and chirping birds and basket weavers who sit and smile and twiddle their thumbs and toes and they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. <laughs> My kind, unselfish, loving deeds. Huh? Well, you just wait. They'll find you yet. And when they do, they'll put you in the ASPCA, you mangy butt. And they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Keep losing.